Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Demetrius on from Epignosis, and he's going to explain the name because it's Latin and Greek and has a wonderful actual background. Uh, so I'll get him to actually correct my pronunciation, of course. But we're going to learn about the business case and the use case or cost-benefit analysis for why his customers have, uh, have chosen to actually work with him and his company. So without any further ado... Demetrius, would you please, Hi, hello, would you, uh, would you do us a favor, the audience a favor and introduce both yourself and Epignosis? Absolutely. So I'm Demetrius Tsingos. I'm the co-founder and president at Epignosis. Uh, thanks so much for making the comment regarding our name. I think it's a good start for our conversation. So Epignosis or Epignosis in Greek uh, is an ancient Greek and Latin word, which basically translates like consciousness, it's easy gnosis in Greek means uh, knowledge. So epignosis, epignosis is to, to be on, on top of knowledge, which is something like consciousness. And by the way, that was the cornerstone of uh, the Socratic uh, philosophy, of uh, the philosophy introduced by Socrates. Oh. So we were inspired by, by this to, to start our company and offer technology that really helps companies to better educate people in and around them. Because as we know, you know, training is um, the key way to knowledge. And uh, we live in a knowledge-dominated economy. So that was the, the story of our name, more or less. Oh, I love it. I love origin stories that are like this. It just give me goosebumps. Um we got to actually talk about the elephant in the room with COVID and people working remotely and how that's changed your, the training, uh, the way that companies should look at development, look at training uh, and bespoke training or whether or not it's micro learning or whatever, however the bit is, how do they look at that? So take us into the, take us into your world, maybe pre COVID and, and, you know, obviously technically we're still in COVID, uh, but, but, uh, but getting closer to normalized, um, Tell us a little bit about how companies have looked at training differently. Absolutely. What is very interesting with COVID and with learning is that basically the pandemic really accelerating, accelerated mm. existing dynamics. So what is happening during the last years, over the last years, is that the economy of the world is becoming more and more knowledge intensive. Right. So knowledge is becoming a key differentiator, a key competitive advantage. So any company of any size all over the world, they already had a need to educate and to train people in them, people around them in the most efficient way. Then COVID came and significantly accelerated, I mean, very significantly accelerated this existing dynamic also uh, you know, introducing the concept of the full remote. Mm. 
So having so many distributed organizations right now, organizations that are designed, I mean, now we live in an era, but there are many businesses out there that are designed to have either their entirety or some parts of them being full remote. And uh, this new flexibility brings many advantages, but also brings many challenges. And some of those challenges uh, are also in the learning area. And uh, they are also an opportunity for companies like us to offer, you know, technology solutions that help, help organizations to deal with those challenges and while being remote and distributed to offer an excellent learning experience to their employees and to the people around them. You know, I, I love this because uh, I studied knowledge management systems a uh, hundred years ago, and it was really interesting to see how some of the best companies in the world captured knowledge. Uh, and a lot of it was structured uh, knowledge. It wasn't the water cooler stuff, um, but, but, but they structured knowledge. So if you needed to answer a question, you could go into the knowledge management system and you could answer that. Um, you know, there's been a lot of iterations on that and a lot of improvements, thank God, uh, to that. But, you know, when, when you deal, when you talk with somebody that maybe doesn't have that infrastructure of learning, and maybe they've always wanted to, and they just haven't been able to get around to it, or they've had other priorities. How, what's your kind of optimal setup for them to then really, really, really get learning to proliferate through their organization? Absolutely. So the whole idea besides behind our uh, flagship product, Talent LMS, which can be found on talentlms.com, is that there is a dead simple, you know, dead simple solution so that any organization of any kind can have a learning portal up and running within in a matter of seconds. So the key idea here is easiness. Mm. Our mission, you know, is to democratize learning basically in two ways, to make it very easy and very affordable. Those are the two key dimensions. We want to make it easy for organizations to deploy premium learning technologies so they can really execute all these very nice policies for diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know. There is so much learning that needs to be done. Uh, security, which is so important, in an online world, uh, suddenly, you know, all of a sudden, the number of employees that needs to be educated around IT and network security was increased by several orders of magnitude overnight because of COVID. Right. And only a dead simple learning technology platform like the one we develop can really help each and every company to respond to this you know, very important need. That's why I emphasize a lot on the factor, on the aspect of easiness. And together with that, let me say that affordability is very important. You know, the LMS platforms, the learning management systems of the past, until like five to 10 years ago, they used to be, you know, expensive software, right. limited only to the very big organizations. We think that, you know, there is an issue there. So the mission is really to, and the vision to make premium learning technology uh, accessible to all, both in terms of easiness and affordability. 
So learning programming, and, and you're going to see this a little bit more differently than I do, but what I've seen in learning programming, uh, you know, in, in let's say the last 18 months is that it's tied to uh, recruiting, let's say, you know, if you don't have a great kind of a learning philosophy and learning program internally, it's actually kind of harder to recruit talent because uh, that's one of the questions they ask in the hiring process is, you know, how are you going to make me better? Um, it's also tied uh, that I've seen it's in tied to internal mobility. So once an employee is in, how do they train themselves? How do they develop or how do you train them and develop them kind of, and then how do they get on to kind of their next role, the next greatest role within your company? And the other is, is retention. How do you train and develop people so that they don't feel like they need to leave and go elsewhere for that training or other experiences? That's just three kind of basic things that I've seen. What are you seeing with your customers and how they're looking at learning differently today? You are incredibly to the point. We've run a couple of big surveys together with other significant vendors from the recruitment technology like ATS platforms, applicant mm -hmm. systems, and others. And the results have been impressive. So learning opportunities was coming, you know, right after compensation was coming on the top as the key criterion for a, for a new hire. Not only that, but for retention, company, people, employees, the good employees, the, the high performance were staying in companies. One of the key reasons why they were staying were the existing learning opportunities, upskilling, reskilling. So yes, I mean, you could not be, I mean, I could not agree more with you. It's becoming evident that in the modern workplace, offering flexible and tailor-made learning opportunities, you know, flexibility is very, very important. Let's focus on that because we live in a dynamic environment, right? So offering personalized, but also flexible learning opportunities is what make the best candidates to go to, to a company that is recruiting people. And also it helps a company to retain the best of their talent. Extremely important from every point of view. You know what I love is uh, with Town LMS and your, your LMS solution, it's You've got, you've got com the compliance part of training uh, that's covered, which is historical and needed. I mean, you know, you've got to have that stuff from onboarding. You've got to be able to train people on different policies and stuff like that. Like that stuff is, it's, it's important worldwide. Uh, it's, it's important to have that. So that compliance part is important. But one of the things that you focused in on and you, and you just said it is skills and upskilling, et cetera. What what do you what do you do or what are you seeing from your customers in terms of how they do kind of the where the where the where the employee needs to go next in terms of skills? Like how do they okay. do the assessment? Is it self-assessment or is it testing? Like how do they develop what they want to learn, but also how they need to upskill? Exactly. I mean, thanks, William. I think that the most successful between our among our customers are those who manage to identify the skill gaps within their organizations. Mm. And using a platform like Talent LMS really, you know, gives many tools. It makes it easy to really identify the skills gap. And once you have this information, you can really, you know, offer your team 
the right upskilling and reskilling opportunities. So in a sense, I would see it like, you know, uh, from an HR perspective, a kind of an X-ray of, of your organization. So you can really know what the problem is, where the gaps are. And then with a system like Talent LMS, you can offer, offer a very wide spectrum, you know, as you said, compliance is one thing, but also very personalized things. Like, you know, as I said before, IT security, there is an issue of technology literacy, right? Mm-hmm. There are gaps. So you, you can offer a personalized, flexible uh, training opportunities, very targeted and very efficiently. Why? Because or thanks to, to the skills gap analysis that we have already performed. That's one of the key advantages for an organization of any size with using a platform like Talent LMS. It's funny you'll laugh at me, but I've written about this, so it's it's actually public. I think that the the best learning kind of systems and all this learning philosophies, if you will, for the CLOs and the and the folks that run training and development or learning and development is to offer both what you're saying is easy to use, flexible, uh, highly personalized but also things that are not work-related. So I've kind of stepped out of the uh, kind of stepped out of the role of, hey, it's great if, a, if someone wants to learn Python and you've got different levels of Python and they can kind of self-diagnose you know, what they want to learn and then take, take the courses and go through the bit. But if they, you know, if, if they weren't drone racing and that's just a passion that they have and it's outside of work, you know, why don't you have that content? Thank you so much for raising that because that's so incredibly important. And I think more and more organizations already do it. I would like to encourage them to do it even more, you know, mm-hmm. to go for the ready-made courses. Uh, we need to have a very effective mix. Of course, there will always be custom training material and training needs for some organizations. But now, as exactly you said, there is ton of ready-made courses available. And with Talent LMS, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, we introduced Talent Library. Mm. It's a a library of more than 1,000 ready-made courses of excellent quality. Let's say in issues from IT security, from sales training, marketing training, diversity, equity, and inclusion training. So there is more than 1,000 courses readily available for all of our subscribers with a very small markup on their subscription. And we can see a very effective and efficient way that our customers are using that. So a very, let's say, clever, intelligent combination of their own custom-made training material complemented by the ready-made courses, exactly as you said, because someone might just want to learn Python or somebody might want to learn a foreign language or something like that, you know? And the organization has to offer those opportunities. The contemporary organization has to offer those opportunities to their employees. I think, I think the, the ones that do have a, have a good chance of keeping folks and retaining those folks and even engaging them and, and doing other things and those that don't do it at their peril. You know, historically, uh, Demetrius, LMSs have suffered from, I'd, I'd say, the fate of a great database, maybe maybe expensive, great database, 
Uh, and either you had to build your own content. It was either built in uh, or you, you bought syndicated content or you, you built your own content. And so what have you seen and what I'm really trying to drive towards is usage. How do your customers, like stories that you've seen where, you know, they're, they're proactive in getting people, because it's great to have it in a place, like for a check, like a, a, no argument, but we still got to get people to consume it, use it, adopt it, et cetera. So what have you seen with some of your customers? No, you don't have to name names, of course, but just things that they've done programmatically to, uh, to get people to consume content? First of all, it's flexibility. It's very important for organizations to leave room for personal development. Mm. For example, do not take it for granted that you know an employee has to do the training outside their working hours. Employees could be perhaps be incentivized to, you know, I mean, Learning should not be, you know, treated like something over and above. It's part of the job description. Let me put, let me put it that way. Right. It's part of the job description. In order for the organization to stay competitive, each and every individual in the organization must be given opportunities for reskilling, and upskilling, and continuous learning. So do not expect everybody to do it outside working hours. For example, that's a very simple. A very simple example. And, you know, flexibility is very important. Again, the LMS can let, uh, can let you know, the employees and the people around the organization to, to take a course whenever it fits better their schedule. And now in the COVID time, people working over different time zones, you know, different shifts, it's very important to have this flexibility. So offering flexibility is very, very important. Then, you know, using the right language, you know, using, it might sound simple, but it's incredibly important, you know. Short sentences, friendly tone, not mm-hmm. too many technical terms. So incredibly important. And um, also, you know, use characters and examples that are, you know, they must be representative of all cultures, genders, etc. You know, ideally, characters should be age, gender, and race agnostic. So that, that helps a lot for, for the inclusion, which is, again, very important in a distributed uh, organization. Flexibility again, you know, I, I, I will conclude that with flexibility. I think flexibility together with easiness is what brings success. Into- that, that's what drives usage. Uh, yes, exactly. It's, exactly. it's interesting because here in the States, I mean, you've got a, a worldwide kind of lens to which to look like, but here in the States, we've kind of vacillated historically through who owns, who owns development. Does the employee own development? And then they're kind of left to their own or does the company own the development? And then they set up programs and, you know, some people get into those programs. It's not necessarily democratized like, you, like the way that you're thinking of it. Um, what do you see? I mean, what do you especially to see today? Like, is it, is it co-owned or who's, who's driving the, the, not just the desire, but, but who's driving development? I think that the most forward-thinking organization see that as a partnership. Mm. There must be a continuous learning partnership between the organization and the employee with a mutual commitment. It's a mutual commitment to mutual interest. The organization has only to gain, to, to win with better, better trained and better skilled employees. 
And the employees, you know, of course, have a lot to earn by developing their, their skill set. So I think that the most forward thinking contemporary approach in this matter, which I understand what you say, you know, who owns that, et cetera. Right. We must see that as a partnership. Mm. It's a partnership for growth, both personal growth and organizational growth. And I think that the company of the future designs for a harmonious growth. Harmonious, I want to say that as the company grows and meets their business objectives, it has to make sure that each and every individual within the organization is given the opportunities to grow in a harmonious space with the organization. I love that. I love that. Okay, so three questions left. One is, uh, what are you? What are your customers? What are they integrating? You know, talent LMS. What are they integrating it with? Like, what are they? Are they performance management or learning um, uh, total rewards? Like, what is? What is? What have you seen them connect the technology to, or or have you? I mean, th- there is uh, there is a very big demand for integrations. Right. I don't think we've seen any dominant pattern so far. For example, you know, we have integrations with big uh, HR systems, right. both from the payroll, but also for the employee management side, okay? We have integrations with big CRM systems. So there is a big, I, I think that modern software vendors, and we are moving towards this direction. Now, you know, it will be, let's say, we go into the era of the API, right? So. Right. The good platforms will offer, let me put it that way. Most of the, let's say, reputable vendors out there already offer APIs. Ugly truth is that many of them are limited in functionality, mm-hmm. and difficult to use, cumbersome. I think that the winners of the new wave of vendors will offer truly open, truly easy to use application programming interfaces, APIs, that will allow for, you know, uh, for the target customer, for, for the customer at the end, to very easily, you know, integrate their LMS with their HRMS, with their CRM, et cetera. We are working very heavily on that. We are very happy because we already have very good integrations, but we, it's a strategic thing and we shall keep working on that and really hope that the whole industry will follow. Offering, you know, it, it, it's and every business out there must realize it that the easier they make it for other vendors to connect with their platforms, the better for them. Yeah. Well, and it gets back to your mission of being easy to use and flexible. Those are two things you just extend out into uh, the API. It's easy to exactly. use. It's flexible, et cetera. Um, uh, Demetrius, okay, so when your folks are doing a demo, what is that, what's, what's, your, what's your favorite kind of aha moment when you're taking a prospect that's never seen, does, you know, maybe, maybe they have something, maybe they don't, doesn't really matter, but they see, you know, your software for the first time, what do they fall in love with? The easiness, you know, the moment that they realize that literally in less than 30 seconds, they can set up the relearning portal. They can have it, you know, accessible through laptop, mobile, anything. And they can upload some existing PDF or some existing PowerPoint, convert it very easily to a learning course and assign it, 
to, you know, to the members of their team and also uh, select some of the ready-made content developers on our platform and offer, you know, top quality ready-made courses. The moment a customer realizes that they can do that in a few minutes and with a cost that most of the times is just, you know, a few hundreds of dollars per month, they, they, they are incredibly impressed by this. And for us, you know, it's a sense of, of fulfillment because we see, you know, in front of our eyes, we see our premium learning technology to really be affordable and accessible to all. And in that way, we, we play our small part in really democratizing learning, as is our vision. I lied. I actually have another question too. The, uh, the, the testing and certification stuff that I've seen historically with courses, what are your customers kind of, what's their, what are you seeing as philosophy? Is it in terms of, like you just said, taking that PowerPoint, turning it into a learning course at the end of the course, is it, is it just, you've completed the course and you're done or are your customers, do they want to validate in some way that the, that the people actually learned what they were supposed to learn out of that course? A good number, of, I would say the majority of our customers do mm-hmm. use our tools for, you know, certification, for testing a certification. Mm-hmm. And we offer, you know, digital certificates. We can validate language. We have all this infrastructure. So in a big organization, you can know who has already certified knowledge on something. And a very good part of our customers do use that. Awesome. And there is, I think there is increasing demand. Right. Right. Okay. It's a, last new quality, it's a new okay. quality policy. You know, it's a new quality policy. People yeah. need the organizations need to know that you know there is some certified knowledge on specific areas. Yeah, that's. Fair. I mean, I think it's only fair, and and also it's good for the individual, so that they know that they, when they took the course, they did well. They got they got certified. I think it's actually good for everybody. Last question is your favorite customer innovation story and it could be from last week or whatever and again you don't have to mention names it's just where a customer has taken this and they've taken it to the next level and you're like oh if all my customers could do this okay that's a very good question there are so many what we love to see is when customers really use our mobile applications, you know, mm. with Talent LMS, we also have talent cards, a micro-learning and micro-certification solution for people on the go. And we offer the opportunity to blue-collar workers, you know, people with low technical skills to really, you know, educate themselves and certify their knowledge. This is where, you know, we consider it a great success story. When we, we help organizations who work with, let's say, large workforces on the go with limited digital literacy, and they manage effectively to educate, train, and certify their knowledge, that's for us a great success story. Ah, I love it. Demetrius, thank you so much for carving out time for us in the Use Case Podcast. It's been a great pleasure for me. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.